0: In the know, nonstop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and ScoreNorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company.
2: I am who I am on a daily basis, and I have been from the very moment I stepped in
0: front of our team and, and, and put together uh, our coaching staff, and that consistency is what I strive for. So I hope the answer to that question is yes, they know me. Uh, they know what to expect. Um, they know I'm going to be honest with them. They know that um, I'm always going to stand out in
3: front and lead um, and challenge our leadership and challenge our players to be right by
0: by my side as we you know, attack every challenge that comes our way. Should have done a count on how many times the word challenge was used by Kevin <laughs> O'Connell and Kwesi Adofa Mensah yesterday. A lot of challenges. I, I stopped at 12, actually. And that was the first two answers, I think. So, a lot of uh, the, the I think Leslie Frazier was probably the real leader in terms of using the word challenge. She always used to start his press conferences, even as a coordinator, with just how much of a challenge the Detroit Lions are going to yeah. be offensively to face. Uh, Joey Harrington's going to be a challenge
1: a to keep challenge. Uh, from
0: throwing for 350 yards. Yes. Uh, this is Purple Daily, Daily Vikings Entertainment. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. Sunday. Declan Rock and the Sunday shirt. We have Before I Die t-shirts available at scorenorth.com slash shop. That's S-K-O-R-North.com slash shop. If you want to get your hands on a Before I Die t-shirt, it's a pop-up shop that's only open through midnight on August 2nd. So check those out. We got koozies to, <laughs> to put around your little, little jacket for your surly furious, too, with the purple daily logo way. on it. Some trucker hats. The show is presented by Surly Brewing Company and at TCL. No matter what you watch, TCL has award-winning TVs for any budget, any space, always stunning picture quality. And TCL makes more than just TVs. They offer mobile products, audio devices, home appliances. TCL bringing you joy and simplicity through innovative technology. I am live from the uh, Swassy Phoenix area, hanging cool. out with my dad this week. And um, we've got, via satellite, Cody for Write That Down today. So, Dex, let's get into it. Let's hit the music, if you will. Most make predictions and then never admit they're wrong. Yeah, that's not Mackie and Chad. This is the place where we just totally own our horrible predictions. Write this down. And eat them for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Write that down. It's Write That Down. Write
1: it down. You like writing things down.
0: With Mackie and Chad. All right, gentlemen, I'll get the... uh, I'll get the graphic up on the screen for the YouTube audience here, but here's how it works. Three Vikings or football-related predictions each week from everybody. They must be quantifiable is really the only rule, and they must be football-related on this show anyways. And uh, if you're looking to participate as a guest listener predictor like Cody is about to, you can just hit us up through the Score North app. There's a feedback tab near the bottom. On the right hand side, you can just send us a note and we will get you scheduled for some time this fall. Or I don't know how long the list is right now, but we'll get you in at some point so you can take your swings as well. So, all right, boys, uh, we're finally getting into the portion of the uh, football calendar where we actually have like preseason games coming up. We've got practices starting today. Right, Judd? You're going to be out there.
1: Yes. Yes. First practice uh, this afternoon at uh, I believe starts at 2.15 Central Time. Very excited for it.
0: Love it. Love it. So, uh, all right, let's get to the accountability session here, starting with Juggs. Juggs Warbeck. Change my name. Still so some Warbeck. people were, this has been on the list for a while here. Mm-hmm. The word never, I think, is what, what kind of tripped me up. Like, I don't really know what to do with this one, so let's throw it out here. You said Shailene Woodley and Aaron Rodgers would never get married. Mm-hmm. And people are saying, well, they broke up publicly, and now Aaron Rodgers has another girlfriend, so this should come off the board for Judd.
1: Oh, I like that. Thank you, people. But, of course,
0: you said never. So, I don't know. Are we supposed to leave this on the board, Declan, until they're 80 years <laughs> old and they're like one of them dies? Like, so, semantics,
2: yeah, it's kind of hard. But at the same time, he's with someone else. She's, I think, moved on. They broke on. up. I think you can give him the point.
0: Okay. All right, Judd, congratulations. You get Thank the point. You. If Jokes they get back you. together at some point. Oh, we'll revisit it then. We revisit this prediction. Darn right. Okay. People won't let us forget. (laughs) All right. I had three things come off the board. I said the Vikings will sign a player before training camp that has five years of NFL experience. This was after free agency. It didn't happen. I said there'd be social media evidence between whenever I said this and training camp that Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson will have worked out together. Mm Mm-mm. Unless you, guys, unless you guys have seen something that I haven't on social media. No.
2: Uh, what? Thielen was working out with, like, Kellen Mond and, like, Nate Stanley at Woodbury High School last week. But I uh, Jefferson's been doing, like, football camps and other random things. But yeah, I have not seen any evidence of Kirk and him together.
0: Hmm. I feel like that's a lack of commitment on both sides right there. I feel like if you guys really want to take this thing to the next level, I need to see you at some high school side right. practice field. It's a challenge, Slinging the ball though. around in Michigan. It's a challenge.
1: Creating the time. Very challenging.
0: <laughs> uh, but I did tell you guys that Robert, when everyone got fired, you know, Rick Spielman and Mike Zimmer, this is back in January, that Rob Brzezinski will remain employed by the Minnesota Vikings by the first day of training camp, or when the first day of training camp hits, he will still be with the Vikings. And he is. You got it. How many different? He's been there for like 20 years, right, Judd? Yeah, he got there and uh
1: well he, he cleaned up the salary cap mess and I think it was 99 he started. Wow. So he was there when Denny was there, he was there when Tice, Childress, Ticey, Childress, Zimmer, Spielman. Yeah, he's been there for 20 plus years.
0: Yeah. And I don't think he's been demoted or anything. He's just, you know, with mm-hmm. the with with the new front office structure here, he's still doing his uh his cap guru thing. He was in fact when the when the Vikings had they put up that little 20 minute behind the scenes draft video from from uh, the end of April. And it was the front row was the it was Mark Wilf, Ziggy Wilf, and then it was Quasey, I think it was Kevin O'Connell, and then Quasi, and then Rob Brzezinski was was one of the five sitting in that front row. Yeah. So yeah, he's I in think, the trust tree.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say I think Rob's in good stead with the Wilf family.
0: <laughs> yeah. He's good at his job. All right, listeners had nothing come off the board, and so we're gonna pull one here just to just to throw out one that's still on the board for them. Nick said this is almost a year ago he made this prediction. The Vikings starting quarterback in week one of the 2022 season is not currently on the roster. What would it take? This is not wrong yet until week one hits, but what would have to happen for this to be correct?
2: Kirk, Kirk oh, suffers a season-ending injury in training camp.
1: Yeah, and then they, they
2: go and, and they trade,
0: trade
1: for trade Jimmy for it, Garoppolo or something. Yeah.
0: yeah. They go get
1: Sam Bradford back. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean Jimmy G is still out there. So if the in- if the injury happens in the next week or something, you could probably still you could float a sixth G. round pick for Jimmy G.
1: The Niners could not have worked harder to distance themselves on opening day of press conferences from Jimmy G. It's unbelievable.
0: Yeah, we moved on. He, he's still here, but we moved on. Also, like you know, he's not a bad quarterback, Both. but Both. they've totally stripped all of his trade value, right? I don't know oh, what yeah. else they were supposed to do, because he's had a, a bum shoulder until today, and the, they probably thought, well, we can't go into training camp with an ambiguous quarterback situation. So, But what are you going to get for him now? Right. It's not like there's six teams knocking on the door, and now you've told the whole league, yeah, we need to trade him.
1: You are. So. You, as, as sick as this sounds, the one thing you have to hope for is like a Teddy injury
0: to some <laughs> team, right? So they're pr- they're praying that someone has a compound fracture with yes. a bone sticking out of their leg and an ambulance Honestly, picking though. them up, basically.
1: Sam Bradford does <laughs> not get anything resembling a first-round pick back in 2016 unless, unfortunately, Teddy's leg, you know, snaps. Like, if that does not take place, yeah. they probably get, like, a fourth-round pick back.
0: Mm. Do you want to make any predictions today and write that down of no. which quarterback's going to have a bone sticking <laughs> no, out of their calf?
1: No, because I don't want people to
0: damn near die it's Ambu- not good. Ambulance chaser Judd. Yeah, exactly. All right, Declan had a nice little week oh. here. You said, "What was that noise?" <laughs> you said the Calgary Stampeders... You took this oh. off last week. Uh, I'm sorry, I forgot to tell. Yeah, th- okay. This is this is an editor problem here. Okay, you sure you went you went three for three. No, yeah. you went three for three. Here. I'm sorry. So you said Kirk Cousins will be rated between 80 and 85 in the Madden ratings that come out. You he was close. I think it was an 80 exactly. Right? Exactly an 80. Nice job. Exactly
2: an 80. Thank you.
0: You said the Argonauts would beat the Rough Riders oh, yeah. in a rough and tumble CFL football game. That game was postpo- it was supposed to happen on a Saturday. It got postponed. I don't know. It was mm-hmm. weather or something. Mm-hmm. COVID. And then, uh, the Argonauts. COVID. COVID? There, was, there was
2: a COVID issue. Yes. There was a COVID, COVID issue.
0: But so they had a COVID issue that was resolved within twenty-four yeah, hours. Yeah, it,
2: it was weird. I think the original game was on Thursday, and then it got moved. Yes, Sunday night. Yeah, it, it, okay. it was a COVID issue. But on ESPN Plus, okay. it was a great game.
0: How much of it did you watch? Oh, I watched a good amount.
2: I uh, I, I watched a little bit during uh, my Sunday routine, and then I saw some highlights on Twitter. Ro- my buddy Ross Brendel and I were just talking about it in the hallway uh, before recording today. He's a big CFL fan too, and uh, he yeah. is.
0: What would you say was the biggest breakdown in the Rough Riders defense there late in the third quarter? Well,
2: I think because of those injuries to the COVID and and not being able to practice. uh, The injuries to the COVID. It ended up being a a situation where two teams were just slugging it out. And it was ugly football, but hey, Toronto prevailed. And I got the point, and that's all that matters.
0: Yep. That's that's Declan. He's got his finger on the pulse of CFL football. Uh, And then you said this is kind of a layup here, but whatever, it's a check down. You said the XFL will announce a new team in a city that they they weren't in two years ago. And they actually have I think they added two. well, they added San Antonio for sure. There's like three new cities or something. Mm -hmm. So we're staying Mm -hmm. in St. Louis. We're staying in, I think, Dallas and Houston. But we're not in L.A. or New York. I don't think anymore. So anyhow, you got the point there because they did add a couple of new cities, which brings the completion percentage battle a little closer here. 37.3% for yours truly and five touchdowns. Declan at 33%, seven touchdowns. Judd just under 27%, two touchdowns. And the listeners are at 22.5% with four touchdowns. So there you have it, boys. Those are your stats. Just a little over the halfway point in the season here. Now
1: it gets real, though. Yeah. Now it's sure. on.
0: Yeah. I mean, think about all the things that are going to come off the board at the end of December and January, yeah. too. There's just – you, you yeah. can't you can't quite trust these statistics. I don't trust my completion percentage lead as far as I can throw it yet. So got to keep racking up those those chunk plays. So, all right, we have via satellite guest listener predictor Cody. So we're going to go around the room. We'll start with Cody, Judd, Declan, and then uh, back to me. And these predictions today on Write That Down – are presented in part by the company that has helped shave and keep a bunch of weight off Judd's body. That's exactly right.
1: And that, that, that of course, is, as I've been talking about for months now, because the success has been so high, Livia Weight Control Centers helped me shave 40 pounds. That's a picture uh, from a weekend ago or a couple now at which I fit into clothes that, ladies and gentlemen, I hadn't fit into in a long time. But guess what? Went in the closet, found the clothes. All of them fit. And that's because of a program that I keep talking about this, but is as simple as it gets to drop the weight and now most effectively keep that weight off, which is the toughest thing to do. In fact, my success was so high that Dawn joined me. She's down 12 plus pounds. So that's right. The whole Zolgad household, 50 plus pounds down so far and we're still going and I want you to join us now. It's the simple start plan. One-on-one, personalized, and guided support online or in person. Whichever is most convenient for you, 855-GO-LIVIA, livia.com, dot com. is your ticket to dropping those pounds.
0: And I know Judd doesn't like ride motorcycles much, if we're being transparent here, if at all, ever. But you could fit quite nicely. One, you did.
1: I got on the back of a friend's bike in high school and uh, would never do
0: it again. Did you fall off or what happened?
1: No, I just, it's, I don't feel secure. Like, it's a me problem.
0: Okay. Well, you don't, you don't, you don't feel secure doing a lot of things, I feel Exactly
1: like, right. But. And let's just, <laughs> I, you know, if we cut to the chase, I'm not exactly a man's man, okay?
0: <laughs> well, if you are a man's man, if yeah, you're, exactly. if you're Ragnar, for instance, Dennis yeah. Kirk has been a partner of ours here on Purple Daily and on Mackie & Judd for a number of years, and they provide 160,000 parts and accessories in stock for riding season. So um, also uh, free shipping on orders over $89 and same day shipping on orders placed before 8 p.m. Ride more, weight less at Dennis Kirk and Dennis All right. Cody via satellite here is first under center with his first prediction.
3: Oh, Declan, Mackey and Juggs. Uh Sorry, I couldn't make it to the live show. Uh, apparently work is important, but I am here with three spicy touchdowns, guaranteed 100%. I have the hot hands and I'm ready to give it out. Um, I'm no Kevin O'Connell, but I think I will suffice at least for now. Uh, my prediction number one, Kirk Cousins will surpass Dante Culpepper as both the Vikings single season leader In passing yards and touchdowns, he has to surpass 4,717 yards and 39 touchdowns. Uh, Last year, he only had 4,200 yards, uh, but he only played 16 games. If he added up 17th game, that would put him at 4,500 yards, roughly. I think uh, KOC can push him over the edge for that extra 250 uh, and the extra seven or so touchdowns. Write that down. I like
0: it. Little little Kirk Cousins Vikings offense optimism right there from Cody. Judd, you're muted. Judd, I think you're I think you're muted there. There you go. There you go. Yeah, sorry about that. That's okay. I know you do not like Kirk. Every, but you every, have, you know, it's every okay. Zoom call ever. Yeah.
1: So <laughs> <laughs> my bad. Exactly right. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm gonna All go right. with uh, three training camp predictions here since we are starting writing speaking down, of things that are like gonna come off down. the board quickly. Uh Number one, the Vikings will make at least one trade before the regular season that will involve a player who was on the fifty-three man roster last year. So I don't mean like a like not a draft pick. You know, we're going to send a fifth round pick for Kari Vedvik or something like that. That they will trade a player before the before the regular season. So this would probably be final cut downs as they're trying to adjust the roster that will involve a player who was on the fifty-three man last year.
0: Okay. Clear. Okay. Yep. Yes, I'm trying to think of who are the just off the record. We've already talked about Alex Madison right. maybe being one. Are there are there two or three other guys that you would throw out there off the record that makes some sense? Mm, mm, mm. Mm, mm. Mm. That's a you know what?
1: I mean, it could be. I don't know. Some slap. I just have. I I have a feeling that not everyone who was here is going to necessarily fit the vision, okay. but they might have you know not a ton of value, but some. Okay. That's the gist of the prediction. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Okay. okay. All right. Write All this right, Declan. My first prediction. A couple of preseason predictions as well. Shockingly, yeah, I have, I have some preseason predictions to bring to the table today.
1: And
0: there's CFL for next year.
2: There are no CFL predictions, but uh, I have a fun one at the end.
0: I will say that these are Xf- XFL preseason predictions right here, ladies and gentlemen. Here they come.
2: My first prediction, though, Kellen Mond will lead the Vikings in passing attempts in preseason games this season. So I think Kellen Mond's going to get the most run at uh, quarterback between Manning or anyone else they plan to maybe bring in. But by the end of the three preseason games, Kellen Mond will have the most passing attempts for the Vikings. Write it down.
0: Okay. Yeah, that that, sh- that should happen. Should happen. I would think that that should happen. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna look to up my my touchdown portfolio here. I'm gonna make a a week one prediction. Okay. Port- Write portfolio. this down. Kirk Cousins' first completion to Justin Jefferson will go for 30 yards or more. Okay. Yeah. Nice. yeah. I think he averaged like 16 yards per reception last year, so I'm saying the first completion from Cousins to Jefferson will go for 30 yards or more. right that Explosive
1: down. play is what you're saying. Yes.
0: Yeah. Play? I think you only need 20 for it to be yep. an explosive pass play, so this will be that's... well past that threshold of an explosive play. I like it. Write it down. Okay. You like writing things down. All right, Cody via satellite, his second prediction.
3: Summer of Surly, it's good. Drink it. Prediction number two, the running back room, CJ Ham included, will surpass 2,700 all-purpose yards. We're going to parlay this into another prediction. At least three running backs will amass at least 500 all-purpose yards. Write that down.
0: I love the surly, the surly product placement there for the for the audio only lady. audience. It was literally and, a white label with a hand drawn surly
2: graphic, on and it. it was in Judd voice. It, surly, yes, good. it was. Drink it. It, 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 it was very. <laughs> it was. It was, yeah, it was this in kid, Judd voice. This,
1: this kid's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this guy's great. I love Cody. Cody, yes, that's a touchdown. Amazing. By the way, that's a that's a great prediction.
0: Yes, mm-hmm. love it. He's oh, not yeah, messing no. around, no. not at all.
1: Not he at said all. three touchdowns. He's delivering so far. Let's get it. All right, my second prediction. Training camp is this sixth round pick who, who we talked about in my under the radar guys a couple days ago. Wide receiver Jalen Naylor will oh. make the fifty three man roster out of training camp. Mm. Jalen Naylor, and this is a, I think this is a touchdown because I think is I mean he's a sixth round pick and there is competition, sure. uh, and I think there's a you know I'm taking a chance here. I, I don't I'm not completely confident in this one. But I think he might be the type of guy who, if he performs like I expect him to in the preseason games, won't be won't be as easy to sneak through uh, the waiver processes. They would like to get on the roster. So
0: Jalen Naylor. Yeah, I think that that's fair, and I don't think it's likely that he makes the roster. So this, I think this right. is a touchdown. It's definitely not like a sixty-yard hail mary or anything, but it's uh you're in the no. red zone and it's a it's yep. a pass to Adam Thielen at the pylon or something. I like okay. That get with that Declan
2: all right yeah as my camera's frozen here so that's why uh I'm now Carl Anthony Towns just kind of you know (laughs) verberating on the screen a little bit uh so I'm dealing with that but I also Judd have a uh, Jalen Naylor prediction that I'm excited to bring to the table here so you and I are both uh on the same page all right so uh write it down I'm a gopro (laughs) This is going well. Yeah, this is going great. Phil's got Mackie Mac- Mac- Mac using My his dad's internet gear because the uh, hotel internet sucks. Someday I am back. All right. Man, I'm good at tap Lights. dancing. All right. Great hair. Just great hair. Thank you. I did shower today. It helps. Uh, write this down. Jalen Naylor. Yeah. I have a prediction as well on Jalen Naylor. He will catch at least two preseason touchdowns. So he's going to catch two preseason touchdowns from Kellen Mond. I'm with Judd yeah. off the record. I, I think he does have a pretty good chance of making the fifty three man roster. But I'll make a preseason prediction that he catches two touchdowns in the preseason games.
0: Okay. You you said from Kellen Mond there. Was that on the record or
2: uh no. Did I say I did not mean to say the Kellen Mond part, but Jalen Naylor will catch two preseason touchdowns.
0: Okay. Yeah. From
2: whomever. It could be a wide receiver pass, it could be a running back pass. I don't know how he gets it, but two receiving touchdowns in the preseason. Gotcha.
0: Okay. Sounds good. Okay, write this down. Someone other than Garrett Bradbury, at some point during a training camp practice or a preseason game, will take first-team reps at center. Now, this the, where I will draw a line here is if they play a preseason game and they sit a bunch of starters, if someone else comes in, I think we'll have to make a judgment call there. Like, is it actually the first-team offensive line if only Ezra Cleveland is starting at left guard and the others? So we can we can make a judgment there, but... I'm saying that someone other than Garrett Bradbury will take at least one snap as the first team center in a practice or in a preseason game. I think the likely candidate would be Chris Reed. He's been working with the twos you said during some of the OTAs and mini camps. Yeah, I was he see... mixing in with the ones at all, or was 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 just Bradbury in May and June?
1: I think it was just Garrett okay I, I think they largely kept that group together. Other than there was a little competition or more competition at right guard, which I think that they genuinely aren't
0: certain of yet. How how deep is the right guard competition? Is it you know three? I don't.
1: Uh, uh, yeah, my guess is that. So in it felt like in the springtime it was just the two veterans who got their chance. Now my guess is as training camp progresses, now Ingram might mix in. So I think it might be three deep. I don't think. Let's recreate the poster. Davis three deep. (laughs) Ed Ingram, Jesse Davis, shirts off, just shoulder pads. Yes, yes, but I think it might go three deep in training camp.
0: Maybe interesting. Okay, Cody via satellite with his third and final prediction here.
3: Good luck with your CFL prediction this week, Declan. Uh, my prediction number three, only one time in the Mike Zimmer era did the defense have more than 30 turnovers. That's going to change this year, and we will have at least 35 turnovers uh, in the 2022-2023 season. Write that down.
0: Wow. So he's so he's talking takeaways, right? Yeah. He's talking. The, he's saying the defense will generate. Okay. I mean, if you get Daniil Hunter and Zedarius Smith healthy for 15 or 16 games wreaking havoc, then... Touchdown. Making, making quarterbacks nervous. Is that a touchdown? Huh?
1: Yes. I think, think so. so yeah. Without doing okay. a lot
0: of okay. research yeah. on it. And then, uh, Cody, since you've got this platform, this life-changing moment for you here via satellite, is there anyone in your life you'd like to thank that brought you to this pinnacle moment?
3: such a life-changing experience being on the show. Mel Kuyper's got nothing on you guys. Uh, But for real, shout out to my wife for always sticking with me for the last seven years, watching me pace up and down in the living room, screaming at the TV. Uh, Also, we're going to our first game, so if anybody knows how to get her name on whatever big screen there is, if there is a big screen, it's her 30th birthday and I want to embarrass her. Uh, And also... Kevin O'Connell, I know you watch this. Please start the season off with some razzle-dazzle. We don't want to run with Delvin Cook. We want like a jet sweep with Kane Wangwu or Ty Chandler. We want a deep go route with J- with Justin Jefferson. We want something cool. We don't want the basic run-run pass. So if you're listening to this, and I know you are, please give the people what they want. Thanks, guys.
0: I love it. How, how many jet sweeps with Kane wong do you think? If we set the over-under at... Uh, let's say four and a half yeah. jet sweeps, where he actually, not just the action, the motion of jet sweep, but where he actually gets the ball. Would you take the over or the under on four and a half?
1: I take the under for him. I think Jefferson's going to have some jet sweeps. You can write it down. Um, I think Wang Wu will be, I could see a couple there, but I think there's different ways to, to do him too. I think what might really confuse teams is, is Kane in an orbit package.
0: Oh, wow. I don't I don't we're, have we're, my we're, button bar, but where it comes, you know, because I mean. An the, Orbit package. Wow. That's
1: become a more popular thing. Or, orbit is now super popular. Wow. So I could see that as well.
0: Is the Orbit package where you just have like five different skill position players acting as planets kind of orbiting around? I like going behind
1: standard. Kirk. You go behind Kirk, yeah. <laughs> create confusion. The defense is, oh, my God, there's a fast guy behind Kirk. What's going on? It's orbit. What What do we do? What do we do?
0: <laughs> I and need, that's I, when you strike. I need to be in the room historically where they're trying to describe this new, this you know, the Shanahan offense. I don't know if this term was coined 20 years ago or 12 months ago, but whoever the person was that said, what if we called it the orbit package? That's a crowning moment in football verbiage, I feel like.
1: I feel like there is a lot of time probably way more than we think spent on naming things
0: Yeah, more there's more time spent on naming things than clock management for sure among NFL yes. coaches
1: yes I feel like there is just a <laughs> ton of time spent on naming packages and formations and things
0: yeah mm. uh, all right naming packages is a new yep. phrase on this show too we'll go back to Judd Split here for your third and final prediction
1: oh, okay I lied because this uh third one for me will not be it's not a training camp one but it is a viking season one and involves kellen mond kellen mond will take no fewer than five snaps in games during the regular season the more i think about this if he's the backup quarterback to kirk and you are and you design speaking of packages uh a package that involves a quarterback who gives you something different than kirk kellen mond is an option there because he can run He's got some talent. Uh, I think the, I think the day of the wildcat itself is probably gone, but that doesn't mean that that there aren't variations of the wildcat that could confuse teams. And if you put Mond out there, especially the first couple times, I think it would cause great confusion. Which, of course, is a KOC. I think it's going to be a staple. So I'm going with Kellen Mond will take no fewer than five snaps during the regular season in games.
0: Okay. So the, just so you're saying like. Any type of you're not just, you're not saying special packages. You're saying if if Kirk gets hurt saying, and he just comes in for five plays, then, then you that win works this too. Prediction.
1: But but okay. my but the prediction is based on on the fact that I think they're going to to design uh, a package of plays for Mond in which he replaces Kirk and comes into game. So yes, okay. he needs to get five snaps, and just to be clear, as a quarterback. So I'm not saying like some weird special teams thing or
0: something. Why was the Wildcat? Confusing at all whatsoever to opposing defenses. Patriots, so you're gonna you're gonna take your quarterback confused. off the field, which makes yeah. it very unlikely that the opposing team is gonna pass. Yeah. So you're 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 now you're gonna face a run play, and maybe the running back is gonna throw. But okay, because because what's
1: the main thing that football teams talk about when guys get over their skis defensively and get confused and try to make plays? That they shouldn't you need to maintain you need to maintain a consistency towards your assignment and the wildcat at first and it's why it didn't last long but the wildcat at first i think caused great confusion as to what your role was and if anyone gets out of their gap all hell can break loose that's my guess
0: i mean i feel like it didn't work it worked that one game against the patriots yes 35 i'm saying saying, but that's the
1: thing is every team then studied it right and once you study it it's going to probably get stopped. So
0: just, that was like 14 years ago, too. I think that was 2008, I want the, to say. Yeah, the
2: Dolphins were the big team that, with Tony yep. and Ronnie Brown and, um, and uh, I think Ricky Williams that, way, that had it going for a while there. So, Judd, just for semantics here, you said no fewer than five snaps. Are you more saying he's going to take at least five snaps?
0: Because you're saying, yes. Yes. okay. He's going right. to take at least five snaps. Yes, okay. yes. Okay. so Got it'll it. be five or
1: more, no okay. fewer. So, like, if he takes one. one or something, and. Yeah. Because I think it's going to be a, an actual package Got of it. plays, not just okay. like one game, one time. Okay.
0: All right, back to Declan here. All right, my last
2: one. Uh, no CFL prediction, but I will make...
1: Write it down. You like writing things down.
2: An XFL prediction. With now Still the team's, is, it. Now, now, now the teams in, the, in the fold. So write it Ready down. Go, a former Vikings quarterback. Training camp roster also included. So like Kyle Sloters, Case Cookus. I want these guys looped into here too. Will be a week one starter for an XFL team a former Vikings quarterback who has spent time in the preseason and training camp, will be a week one starter for an XFL team. Or Brett Favre. Yeah, or current. I
0: want to see Brett Favre and Adrian Peterson on an XFL team. Let's make it happen. Don't. If you put 50, what is he, like 52 now? If you put fifty early 50s Brett Favre Mm -hmm. in an XFL game, and you ran, how many teams are there, eight? Would you rather have any of the random quarterbacks that we've never heard of oh, like or Favre. 52-year-old Brett Favre as your XFL starting quarterback?
1: Favre's arm, I think, is still there.
0: Oh, yeah. Probably not fully there, but yeah, that's, well, I worry about him mentally a little bit, just seeing some of yep. the interviews. and oh, dude, seems he was, a little slower than he was I 10 bet, years ago. Yeah.
2: I bet Brett Favre's yes. arm
1: now is
2: better than like Chad Pennington at its peak. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I agree with
1: you. I think that's exactly I bet he right. can throw
2: a football further at 52 than Chad Pennington could at 31.
0: Like I, yeah, he, he probably, probably can't.
1: Probably right he probably that. can't move, but I don't think that cannon is going away. I
0: agree. No, he's got. He's got, and then he got the the bicep guns there for a while too. He just got bored and started doing curls for like three years. He's in better. But shape Well, what do I do now, today? I got done mowing the lawn. I'm going to do some curls now. I guess.
1: I I think he, that he's actually in better shape now than he was for like the first ten years of, of his career. Yeah,
0: you're probably probably right about that. Because he was doughy at one point. Okay, I have a Declan prediction, but you can just keep your headphones on for this because you won't you won't be able to resist this. Declan between now and the end of the XFL season will make at least six XFL related predictions. Write it down. And I know that now you're probably gonna scale you're gonna for the next few weeks you're probably gonna scale back, but you will not be able to resist making XFL predictions. So yeah. I'm I'm gonna allow you to hear that one. That's okay. And
1: Phil is literally, and I'm probably going to make at least 6 too. two. X- yeah, I'm going to be right
0: there with him. I saw the Rock. The Rock went to some historically black colleges last weekend with his like Under Armour gear and his number fifty four jersey. Like the Rock is scouting players for this XFL league, so I'm wait. here for it, man. And they start in the I spring. It. I think so. Yeah, I think they're going to be kind of competing with the something? USFL. Okay. Yeah. So there you have it. Those are your write that down predictions. We're going to get into a couple other things here. Also, an interesting. Line of thoughts from Kwasi during his press conference yesterday. But uh, let's shout out our friends at Surly here. The summer of Surly is in full swing as we head into Vikings training camp, Judd. Yeah,
1: ex- exactly right. In, in fact, our, our
0: guy Cody said exactly that, right? I mean,
1: it is the summer of Surly. And now you're asking me, what does that entail? Like, what does that mean exactly? Summer of... Of surly. I'm gonna tell you right it's now. A with, it's a exactly lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. Exactly right. And what it means is the introduction of different surly products into your life because that's what I've done. And now you know like like what, Judd? Logic bomb. As Declan said, the Supremes. The Supremes, just like the band, we got a lot of Supremes here. Like there's a variety pack. It, it's unbelievable. All of those things they encapsulate the summer of Surly which, even though football is starting, is still going strong. And you know what it's doing? It's begging for you to get on board, on the pontoon, on the boat, on the dock. Wherever you are, make sure you got a surly with you.
0: And maybe you're at Brainerd International Raceway. Huh? That's right. Maybe you got a cooler, cooler full mm-hmm. of surlies as you mm-hmm. go up to, to Brainerd International Raceway. Yeah,
2: uh-huh. Motor America this weekend at Brainerd International Raceway. Five classes, over 120 riders, 90 total super bikes, dude. Football. Yeah. That's right Brainerd International right. Raceway in Motor America 3 days heart pumping fun uh book your tickets this week it's for this weekend July 28th through the 31st at birmn.com there's ticket and camping information birmn.com Brainerd International Raceway
0: uh also a shout out to our friends at Federated Mutual Insurance Company they've been around for over 100 years i just caught word too that so the the, uh, the the big brothers big sisters fundraiser that they organize with all kinds of other companies and 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 people and luminaries in their network i think i saw the total was around four million dollars raised this year for big brothers big sisters so just a huge event the federated challenge if you want to find out how you can become a presence a mentor in someone's life that needs it uh, a young child maybe that could use a boost better infrastructure better school at some point federatedchallenge.org to find out more about big brothers big sisters so all right, so yesterday, so we had the introductory, the, I guess, training camp introductory press conferences for Kwesi and for KOC, Harrison Smith, Dalvin Cook, and some, some team leaders got up there and spoke. I think Kirk's probably going to speak at some point this week, but the main thing that stood out to me watching the Kwesi press conference is how he's probably going to be gun shy with the media now going forward. I don't think he's going to just blackball the media and hate on the media, but I've heard behind the scenes that uh, he's actually been great working with the Vikings PR team and is inquisitive about sort of what his role needs to be within that realm. But this USA Today article that we talked about a couple days ago comes out and and we'll go through some of the quotes again, but, he basically talked openly about his roster-building philosophies. He made a couple comments about how the Vikings don't have a Tom Brady or a Patrick Mahomes-type quarterback, and that it's arrogant to think that you can just go in and snap your fingers and find a Patrick Mahomes in the draft. And, and so at one point, as he was being asked about some of this stuff yesterday, he stopped himself in the middle of an answer and said, Say less, Kwasi. To himself, he said, Say less. And then I think it was Kevin Seifert that kind of there's a couple beat writers that jumped in and said, "Okay, why are you gun shy now? What's your what's your deal here? Were you talking? Kevin Seifert asked him specifically, are you were you talking about Kirk with these quotes? And he kind of backtracked and said, no, I I think people are left to fill in the gaps because I'm the Vikings general manager. But I was talking about more just philosophical roster building. But of course, people are going to fill in the gaps and think, well, when you're talking about these quarterbacks over here and how hard it is to find a quarterback over there. Well, why are you thinking about finding a new quarterback? Are you not fully confident in the one that you have? So I guess I'll throw it to Judd here. What did you make of Quacey clearly regrets some of the things he said to the USA today author. And, and now he's wrestling with exactly how much to tell the assembled media and fans. What did you make of all that yesterday?
1: Um, I make of it this, he spoke, in those quotes, the entire truth. Like, his philosophy is, the Rams gave up too much. Now, he regrets saying the Rams.
0: He uh, said, it, you don't want to go full Rams. Full Rams, right. And give and, up a it, bunch of draft picks and mortgage your future. right?
1: Yeah. And and you know what? Now, now that one can be walked back a bit, because he could have said, I don't believe in, in trading as much as some teams do to try and pursue a championship. My philosophy is different. Uh, but the Kirk thing, the quote was fine. What he said was absolutely correct. Like, we've had that discussion. It doesn't It doesn't take a GM brain to say, unless you've got the right quarterback, like the right one and those guys, and he said this, are hard to find, mm-hmm. then you don't want to downgrade. Uh, and so the problem is his wife said, because yeah. he, he said, my wife said, say less. And I'm going to tell you right now, I live in, in a house As where I am told to say <laughs> less a lot. In fact, I've been told... Your, your act is a little bit tired. Save, oh, it, for is, Save um, it for your well, show. Save it for your show. Well, no, but I mean, it's, it's, it's almost 30 years. She's not Listen, wrong.
0: Listen, well, your act is wearing a little thin on the show, too. So maybe. I exactly right.
1: Love that. Exactly right. So I can say this confidently. Quazy, I know you watch for the show. Your wife is right and say less at home. That's what she means. She doesn't mean about football. She just doesn't want to hear your spiel. I'm speaking from (laughs) firsthand experience. So, so don't worry. Whatever you say about football, we value, want to hear. She's talking specifically about you at, at home. So if you're, you know, if you're rambling on like I do, yeah, she's right. Say less. But when it comes to talking about your opinions on football, you are the GM of the Vikings. Spill your guts, baby. We want every morsel of what you have to say.
0: So I've got I just want to recap here. These are and we did a dive into some of this on a show a few days ago, but I'm going to go through some of the more inflammatory is not the right word, but just some of them. You don't you don't usually hear a general manager talking this openly about philosophy and strategy and and making insinuations about his own quarterback, that he kind of said, no, it wasn't really that. But here's some of the quotes here. And you tell me if you think that these are crossing a line of some kind. He said, I'll be frank. The one asset where you get nervous about not burning it down is quarterback. He said, the Vikings have a good quarterback, but we don't have a Tom Brady. We don't have Patrick Mahomes. Now, he yesterday said, I was talking more broadly about if you don't have a guy like that. Well, the quote has him saying, we, we don't have a Tom Brady. We don't have a Patrick Mahomes. And he's right. And that's fine. Now, I think in his mind, he's thinking, well, I probably shouldn't have said that because I don't want, I don't, I want Kirk to feel like he can, I want Kirk to feel like he can be a Tom Brady in our system or Matthew Stafford, I guess is probably the, the better comparison. So he probably regrets just using the word we there. He probably could have said, if you don't have a Tom Brady or if you don't have a, then it's more. Hey, I'm just talking about football in general. But when he says "we," he's talking about Kirk Cousins. He's right, but I see why he wouldn't want Cousins to to hear that, read that, and sort of internalize it as a slight to him. You know, but like, at
1: what point do we um, accept? Of, he li- he said the obvious. Like, he did not take it to like. Um, and here's the problem with Kirk, right? Like, if he when if if he articulated it and then kept go- going, I could see saying crazy dude (laughs) don't um but what frustrates me about sports is like that quote specifically about the quarterback situation here it's just dead on like there's nothing to apologize for if kirk can't take that quote then kirk should go work as in a different job
0: it should ideally it should should motivate him to be a better and i don't know that there's a much better version of kirk i think kirk has done an amazing job maximizing I right. mean, the, the guy is he's a fourth round pick he was not recruited out of high school and, yes. and look at him he's one of the 15 best quarterbacks in the world but if our boss said tomorrow to a publication
1: we like our show it's good but we don't have Pat McAfee am I going to be like oh my god uh-huh. I, you, I thought you but we have Jugs but we have okay. Juggs Warback. <laughs> Warback but I mean but I mean at some point in time to me let's look at this and say what he said one honest which I appreciate. Too smart. Like he's he is he's not saying, you know what, this team sucked previously or something like that. It's not inflammatory. I just I think we need to draw a line sometimes at at like what's too much. Yeah. Because he actually offered up a really good opinion and it's correct. And if anyone is offended, like if Kirk's like, I can't believe you said that, what are you doing?
0: He continued, and and I'm just going through the USA today quotes here. I don't believe that I can pick the next Patrick Mahomes that much better than anybody else. He's referring to the draft being a lot of lottery tickets, right? If you give me five chances, I think we'd be better and we'd get four out of five rather than others three out of five because he believes in his own abilities and the people that he's hired. But it's a little overconfident to think that we'd be able to find the next Patrick Mahomes with certainty, and then he goes into saying the Super Bowl is more likely to win if you have that quarterback. It's very unlikely to have that quarterback, though. And so if you don't have that quarterback, you have to make a decision. Right. Do you potentially overpay to the cap for a guy like Cousins, which they decided to do? Or do you move off the 14th best quarterback or 12th best quarterback in the world for the unknown and the uncertainty, which could ultimately get you fired if you whiff. You know, If you, if you draft Christian Ponder again, then your job might be on the line. Now, the last guy that drafted Christian Ponder kept his job for 10 more years. So it's not always a death sentence if you if you whiff on a quarterback. Um, He said on the math side, I hope it's not going to sound arrogant, but I speak that better than any GM. I don't know that I speak football better than them, but my worst thing is probably better than their worst thing. I love it. He's probably right. It comes off a little arrogant, but when you sort of hear him speak, I don't think he's an arrogant guy. He's a he's a self-confident guy. And then the last thing here is he said, uh, you know, when sort of asked about not trading draft picks and not mortgaging a bunch of picks, which, you know, there was a thought that, Hey, if you guys, if the Vikings, if you feel like you're contenders and you just need a new coach and some, and you're going to keep these veterans coming in, well, why wouldn't you go all in? Right. Why wouldn't you trade a first round pick for, I don't know, a starting center or whatever that looks like. And he said, ultimately when you're team building, you never want to go full Rams because you need to give yourself three chances at it four four years at it. I know that's hard for fans to hear. Now, of course, fans are going to say, well, wait a minute, what the Rams did worked. (laughs) They traded a bunch of first-round picks for Jalen Ramsey and for Matthew Stafford and some other players, but it was risky, and it certainly cut years off of their potential future success because they haven't had a first-round draft pick in like six seasons. So... Didn't so he, many interesting things. I'm glad he said all of it. I, I hope he doesn't yeah. shut it down too much. <laughs>
2: and didn't he also he kind of walked back that comment too about the Rams being like I, I didn't mean to disrespect the Rams. Like I I I, I think yeah. that what they did was great. They won the super, so. Just back to the whole like bringing it back full circle. Like the whole gun shyness in general. Like it's just and he's he's learning, dude. Like he's this is his first time being a GM in front of a microphone all the time. When you're behind the scenes a little bit with the Browns and with yeah. San Francisco, like it's easy to mask those things. But everything you say now is is. Going to be remembered and quantitative in a way.
1: The Rams comment is fixable and wasn't probably not smart. Like you easily could have said, I don't believe
0: in mortgaging draft picks, right? Or it's risky. Uh, the Rams took or, a risk, it paid yeah. off. But like, five other teams have tried it and it didn't pay off. Or, or just
1: don't say the, the Rams because it's clear what you're talking about. The quarterback thing, I think, is great. It's spot on, it's accurate. Everything about that yeah. one, like that's the type of thing. If he says, I shouldn't name names of opposing teams, I'd I'd be like, you're probably right about that. Um, That doesn't mean you can't tell us what you think. But on the quarterback thing, dude, if you need to walk that back, like if anyone in that building said, whoa, 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 you're talking about Kirk Cousins there or something like that, I'd say you're fired. Like that that was a spot-on assessment of honest, and again, it's not something we don't know, right? It's not like... Oh, my God, I've never thought about that. I really thought Kirk was Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. So, so look, he is a cerebral, smart dude who's going to give you, I think, a pretty, or can at least, honest assessment. That's part of why he's here. Yeah. Like, like you can't say, we want to change the culture from Rick and, and Mike, who were cliche meisters, or in Mike's case, in bad moods, um you can't say like we're going to change this and then immediately when quazy says something you think oh, oh you got to be you got to be like rick was which was to say nothing like yeah. you don't get both choices you yep. pick one door and go with that door
0: yep and of course like part of the reason why he's going to be gun shy is cuz he doesn't he doesn't want to say things like he did and have yokels like us break it down for 45 minutes and dissect yokels. every which comment but it was interesting and he's right i think we're sitting here kind of defending him saying dude don't feel guilty. I don't think he he didn't he didn't make it toxic for the team. Now, if he would have said something more inflammatory, like uh, I'm trying to think of what he could have said. But if you would have said something like more specific about if you have a quarterback that rises up late in games, it's more likely that you're going to Super Bowl. But when you have but like us, when you have a quarterback that melts late in games <laughs> or something, but uh, but he didn't, you know, he didn't get that specific with it. And Cousins was better at that last year as well. So anyhow, um, just real quick here. Did anything else stand out? Just the leadership press conferences. So so KOC and Kwasi, anything else? I guess the injury updates were good from Kevin O'Connell. Really, it's Irv Smith is back. He's going to be a full participant. Both Daniil Hunter and Zadarius Smith are full participants, so it doesn't sound right. like Adam Thielen. So there's not really basically like Blake Prohl and somebody else are on the pup list to start training camp so good news on that front
1: i think the one thing that stood out to me about o'connell was this and it's going to be a very interesting and fine line to walk um they are going to basically try and go as light as possible for the most part which is smart not to risk guys being hurt or in training camp worn down uh, but O'Connell was very clear to say, when we go, we need to go, which means when we go full speed, go. Yeah, you, gotta you go. can't be, gotta go. you cannot be like, like being like, but it's, you know, but it's Club Med here. What's going on, right? So like, it's going to be an interesting line to walk with a bunch or a group of, of mostly young guys to be like, all right, we're going to rest you. We're, we're going to keep you as fresh as possible for the season. But when we go in training camp practice, we're going to go hard. So, like, it's it, – because, it, like, you're going to have to flip a switch, which I don't think is simple. Um, but that's the one thing that I'm going to be curious to see because that's, that's the one thing that if they don't do it, he could definitely get mad. And if he – and I'm curious to see, too, when he gets mad, what's the response? Mm-hmm. Not screaming, yelling, being a moron. But I'm just saying when he puts his foot down how do players respond then cuz I think a lot of times he's going to try and be as calm as possible and and for the most part be somewhat of an ally to the players so yeah. that's the thing that stood out to me from his comments
0: you know I got I was I, I I thought those press conferences were great yesterday I think just in general everything we've heard from KOC and, and Kwesi has been a breath of fresh air and I, I I was exchanging notes with someone with the Vikings yesterday, just just saying, hey, what's kind of what's the vibe just Mark internally? Uh, it's yep. M M-M Wilf on my phone <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah. Mark,
1: Mark, what's going on? <laughs> Phil Mackey here.
0: Not quite, not quite on that level, but um, I was just kind of curious. Hey, from an outsider's perspective, this is what it feels like. What's it, what's it been like the first six months on the inside? And this person said, both those guys are just great for us to work with. And uh, I'm paraphrasing here, but the communication has been excellent behind the scenes. So so the vibes are good internally. Of course, as someone told you with the Vikings earlier this offseason, they haven't lost a game yet. Of course, everything's a honeymoon period for the first six months because you're all sort of projecting the best case scenario. And boy, now the Vikings can be like the Rams and this and that and Cousins can be like Stafford. Well... What if they get punched in the face against Green Bay and against Philadelphia? So we okay, still have Nick to cross Cage. those bridges, but if, if Nicolas Cage, Cage punches, punches Con him in Air, the face. Yeah.
1: What was that? That was unbelievable. It's hilarious. I'm excited right. for
0: Declan right. to watch Con Air on Action Movie Rewind now at some point. So we right. can get the reference. Oh, you'll
1: yeah, you'll get it then.
0: <laughs> Put the bunny down. <laughs> Anyhow, this has been Daily Vikings Entertainment here, Purple Daily, where we just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. Don't forget, scornorthcom slash shop if you want your Before I Die t-shirts. See you guys tomorrow.